Directosaurus is a full package apparel manufacturer. We have offices in the U.S. and our sewing facility is in Guatemala. And our focus is on making sustainable apparel and making it ethically. Um, we make apparel for lots of different kinds of brands, lots of different kinds of apparel, lots of different sizes of brands. You know, I've been working in sustainability for 15 years now, and so our goal is just make it easy for brands to introduce sustainability to their customers and bring a light to the ethical production that really we should be looking at globally. Welcome back to Green Book Conversations. The last day of our Sourcing Magic trade show was sort of slow since everyone was flying out to beat the weather. Still, this episode we've got three conversations lined up. First, we spoke about arthritis braces with Grace and Abel. Afterwards, we spoke with the Global Accounts Manager for Amon Group about recycled threads. Finally, an interview with Dr. Cindy Lin, CEO of Hey Social Good, on sustainability and what it looks like to have your business assessed for ethical, sustainable production. Hi, I'm Sarah from Grace and Abel, and we make better joint support products for people with arthritis. Well, so we do two things. We have compression gloves that are currently out to market, and we've also just sold out of our first range of wrist braces. So now we're looking to scale up and uh, getting to that exciting point of where we're going to start building out our wrist brace range. What's maybe some special features about these wrist braces? Sounds like you're trying to patent some technology in them. Yeah, so we have two patents going on with our wrist braces. So the first one is our unique splint. So um, if you've ever worn a wrist brace, you might be familiar with having like a really horrible, thick metal splint that digs into your hand. Our wrist braces are actually made of a lightweight material that's perforated and that allows airflow under the wrist. And that's really important for people who've got chronic pain because they have to wear these products all day, every day, or they may have to wear them in bed. And the last thing you want is a horrible, sweaty, itchy arm. So having a lightweight splint makes a lot of difference. And along with that, our actual soft goods part of our product, the brace itself, uh, we added a zipper that allows people to take it on and off without having to fiddle around with lots of straps, which can be really difficult to do when you lack hand dexterity. And we've got a design pattern on that as well. So something big that this podcast is about that we've been asking people is the sustainability regard. We're looking into sustainability, sourcing labor ethically. So are there any avenues in those realms that you've looked at? Yeah, absolutely. We want to get away from this idea that you mass produce orthopedic bracing in, you know, hundreds of thousands of products and throw it out there as cheaply as possible just for either someone to throw it in a drawer or for inventory that's not sold to end up in landfill. So we do smaller runs um, and build up waiting lists and take pre-orders so that we know that the products we're selling are going to be used. That's the first thing. We also, where possible, use recycled polyester fabric. So we use that within the gusset lining of our products, but we also use it in our brace covers. And I'm always looking for sustainable options. Is there anything like in the future on the horizon of the brand? And either, yeah, either just absolutely. product development sounds like we, a very cool thing. We're already working on it. We've got our wrist brace out and we're already working on an accompanying thumb brace. And we're also looking into more compression products. So we have compression gloves, but we also want to look at wrist compression, elbow compression, and uh, eventually we'll make our way down to knees. <laughs> Head, shoulders, knees and toes. <laughs> Head, shoulders, knees and toes, yes. Um, but yeah, we started with hands because 
most uh, the, the majority of people who have arthritis are women and women often tend to get really uh, badly affected in the hands and one of the things that happens particularly around the wrist and the thumb is that women can be prone to both rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis and so you know we really wanted to make products that work for them for that market awesome well thank you for talking to us it sounds like you're doing some great work yeah thank you for having me on your podcast of course. it's lovely to meet you well how are you doing today i'm doing well how are you doing okay it's a little chilly out here but everything else is good i know they kicked the fans on and i started freezing i mean outside it's it's a it's a little nippy out there oh, yeah. it's like for vegas yeah okay. we're supposed to go back to colorado uh Okay. Tonight, actually, and uh, yeah. snowstorm's rolling in. I'm going to uh, New Jersey tonight, so oh, yeah. we're getting a storm tomorrow. No kidding. It's going to be fun. So if you could introduce yourself, your sure. name, what your brand's about. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Aruj Dewan. I am the Global Accounts Manager for Aman Group. We are a German sewing and embroidery thread manufacturer. We've been in business for over 150 years. We provide embroidery and um, uh, sewing thread globally. Just a little bit about ourselves. Uh, besides the sewing threads and you know the embroidery threads, being German and um, uh, uh, sustainability is to our core, you know. Everything that we do, we take sustainability into account. And I tell this to people, sustainability is just not about a pr product, you know. It's how you produce a product, how much consumption of energy, waste material, uh, what not to use, how you treat your people. That all incorporates to sustainability. So in a nutshell, we are a global sewing and embroidery thread manufacturer with sustainability in our DNA. So this recycled thread, Yes. I think a lot of people we talked to don't really realize that when you talk about like a polyester garment or something like that, sure, don't realize that oftentimes the thread in that garment itself is not considered sustainable, right? It's either not recycled, it's maybe it's even polyester itself, sure, and it's not biodegradable, right? So, what do you think your product can do to make that change? See, um, for us, I mean, yes, polyester is plastic, but what we're doing is we are collecting clear plastic bottles and we're actually making our own recycled thread. Whatever part we can do as a company just to be more sustainable and help the environment, we're doing it. And that means uh, making a line of recycled products. But besides that, like as I was telling you about sustainability, it's just not about the product. It's also what you do around, right? So we used to have our, our boxes that we used to ship the spools in. They were dyed and they had different colors. We removed all that and that's because we want to not put any harmful chemicals or use any chemicals to dye the boxes that we're sending the spools in, you know. So those little, little measures that we're taking, you know, it goes a long way in terms of sustainability. And again, it's more than just uh, just a product, you know. Sure, it all adds yeah. up. Absolutely. Is there anything like on the horizon of your products that you're looking to get into? Yeah, so currently we have a line of product that are cradle to cradle certified. It's a European certification, uh, which takes couple of factors in consideration. They look at the material health, how it was made, what kind of air, water was used, was there any social fairness done to it? And uh, you know, we take great pride in those products because we were able to achieve a gold standard for a recycled polyamide, or we call it life cycle polyamide, which is made out of recycled fishing nets. And we also have a life cycle cotton, which is made out of GOTS certified organic cotton. And then we make the cotton product. So th that's that's a new, I guess, the new line of uh, sustainable or innovative and recycled products that we're showcasing. So in a nutshell, we have a product for recycled, sustainable, and then just, you know, the version products. The fishing line is not something I've heard about before. Is What kind of product is that going into? The fishing line? Yeah, recycled fishing line. Uh, I mean, uh, 
So right, because it's a uh, nylon-based product, it has great abrasion. So anywhere you need grade, uh, a thread that's gonna be abrasive or gonna withstand a lot of abrasion, we would recommend that. For, so it could be for footwear, accessories, bags, tents, outerwear. Those are some of the main applications for this product. And it sounds like that would hold up pretty well over time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, even though it is recycled, but the properties compared to a, a version a polyamide product, it's uh, virtually the same. Wow, very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking Absolutely. the time to sit Absolutely. down with me. Absolutely. Dr. Cindy Lin. Yes. If you go ahead and introduce yourself and what is Hey Social Good? Awesome. I am Dr. Cindy J. Lin. I am the founder and um, CEO of Hey Social Good. We are a social impact data analytics company and we assess, vet, and verify businesses for their sustainable and socially responsible ethical practices. And do you mainly focus on like production factories and like the back end development, or do you also work with maybe brands trying to sell their yeah. stuff in stores? We are uh, industry agnostic, so we do everything. We've by this point um, vet about twelve thousand businesses, everything from food, skincare, fashion brand, fashion manufacturing, um, everything. What's maybe a like a general process if I'm a clothing brand looking to get my brand verified? So let me explain a little bit how we're different. There's a lot of certifications in this space of the social responsible space, ethical space, sustainable space. There's globally over 450 certifications, which is very confusing, frankly, if you're a business and all you want to do is make the best design jeans, for example, right? Or the best skincare that's organic. So the traditional approach is really looking at um, on-site audits and or maybe even employee survey responses, those kind of things. But it takes a long time and it's extremely expensive for businesses. So most don't, right? So in the United States, we have over 30 million businesses and probably less than 1% do some kind of tracking or reporting just because they can't hire a consultant to do it. So my background is an environmental data scientist and I used to work at the U.S. Environment Protection Agency. And I really take that approach uh, to address this by using data. So I mentioned that we are a data analytics company. So we use basically a combination of, you know, expert domain knowledge, data analytics, machine learning, and some AI to really just capture as much information as we can for a business, um, identify their kind of information footprint in every single space. And then we corroborate with existing public uh, databases, and there's hundreds of them. Um, and so in this way, it's really hard for people to you know, hide information. And that's basically why we can be really quick. We have a much faster turnaround time of three days to seven days, depending on the size of your business, and we can kind of let you know. So for example, where we are today at Sourcing Out Magic, they want to understand, many, lots of manufacturers say that they are ethical or that they are adopting sustainable practices. And it's hard to know because a lot of them have factories that's outside the US or it's really expensive to send someone on a site audit. Or even if you go on a site audit that day, it could change, uh, not always for bad reasons, just it changes. So oftentimes brands and or event organizers like this, if they're focused and committed to sustainability, they want to offer like credible information. So that's a very long winded back ground information, but I wanted to set that up. So for a brand or a business who wants to become sustainable, uh, we work with them, we can help guide them. If they want to be vetted, and we do that, and basically it's very simple for them, they contact us, we ask for uh, some very basic information, and then we start our process. And our process basically is based off of the United Nations Sustainable Development Framework. 
and we essentially have five tier independent assessment points um, where we look at for every business over 500 pieces of data and we evaluate and then we also confirm. So something we've asked a lot of people as they've come up to this is uh, what they think sustainability is. And I'd love to hear your perspective on that coming from a science background. Yeah, sustainability. I know it's a catch-all term. I think at the end of the day, there's sustainability for the planet, sustainability for health, and sustainability for kind of just business, right? And at the end of the day, it's that triple P, that people, planet, and profit. So for me, I think in order for sustainability to be truly meeting our goals, we kind of have to hit all three Ps. So what's been happening is we oftentimes have one sector that works on for the planet, but they're not, they're oftentimes in conflict with the business. And business is always saying like, well, I can't do that because it's too expensive, right? Or my profit margin is too small. So in my mind, sustainability really encompasses all of it. It encompasses both the environmental practices, right? Reducing pollution at every point. It encompasses social efforts, right? So anything that has to do with ethical practices, because if you can imagine, you know, if someone's not pay well, they're not gonna be productive or maybe they've been exposed to bad, you know, environmental pollutants. And then this business part for me is probably one of the most critical parts because every single business can make a different decision, an alternative decision. So it's all the three P's for sustainability. Gotta balance it. Yeah. So is there anything on the horizon of Hey Social Good that it's looking at to improve on or new things it's looking to add into maybe its certifications or its capabilities in the future? Yeah, thanks for that question. So for Hey Social Good, our bread and butter right now is assessing, verifying, and guiding businesses. But frankly, the future is data. So one of the biggest gaps in this space is available of information for any organization. So whether you're a business, a nonprofit organization, and our government, to have the type of information to make better decisions. So kind of, you've heard maybe business intelligence. What we're trying to build with all this data capture too is basically create sustainability intelligence database. So we're kind of on this effort and goal to build the biggest sustainable database in the world. Green Book Conversations is powered by Direct2Source. With our coverage of our Sourcing a Magic experience complete, we're looking to move on to new designers and new topics, all of course centered around ethical and sustainable production. Up next time, we spoke with Moses Casali from the Denver Design Incubator about upcycling. As always, thank you for listening.